0: Welcome to P3 Radio.
1: The monkey only dances
0: as good as the guy grinding the organ handle.
1: Brda brda brda. I fly, bro. That is never stopping. Trip goes to the way Cool story, bro.
0: Footy pajamas. Hey, genius! It's three. It's two p.m. Central. PG3 Radio. Nope. Here's your host, Josh Friday. Get him on big, Freddy. Get him on big. Richard
1: Mullican. And as I put you down, my pants ripped.
0: (laughs) It's showtime. It's showtime. It's
1: showtime. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm Richard Mullican, joined by my co-host, my brother, and our daddy is Danny Davis and best friend, Josh probably say hey, Josh.
0: Well, what's up, brother man? We uh, are brothers. Indeed we are. Moving forward, we are going to be brothers. Yes. And our father is Nightmare Danny Dennis. Yes.
1: No more of the... No more of that crap. We know who he is. <laughs> and when we heard this noise, he had a show in Dothan. <laughs> that was where he was going. We had the most brilliant... Latest fuck idea, Josh. <laughs> and we were talking about
0: it just before we yeah. started
1: recording, and uh, we were talking about old stories and wrestling, and you know your uncle and everything, and just chit chatting, nothing, nothing specific, just talking.
0: <laughs> and you said, you know, it would be a lot easier yeah. if we were his kids. Well, that way, we
1: brought up the truck goes to Dwayne shirts, like we talked about last week, and we we're talking about Dwayne, and I'm like, because you said Dwayne was actually at his wedding. And very few people were
0: there, but there were some wrestling people in attendance, right? Right. And, and you we said like, immediately, you, you said, you know, we should just say that we're his kids because we could get a lot more done that way <laughs> yeah. and a lot more um, for some stuff reason, would go our way. some
1: reason, when I email these wrestlers and stuff and I go, well, I do a show, and I'm trying to earn credits here by going, I do a show with uh, Danny Davis's nephew. Like, what the fuck is that? Nephew? That's not next of kin. <laughs> Why, why didn't i think of that you know like oh we're danny's kids
0: yeah might as well
1: who's gonna you can corroborate everything in I there i could actually
0: probably pay my family just to go with that story yeah. so if anything was ever questioned i'm about, sure that if you asked your uncle hey is it cool if we, i'm your son if
1: we just say that we're your kids <laughs> that way we can get more people on our show because you can you can verify everything and they'll go well you know betty <laughs> which one motherfucker? <laughs> trick question there's two of them you know what I mean like you have that knowledge Yeah. you can do that like I know your immediate family like I know you know everybody like that but I don't know the deep end you know I don't know the deep cuts of your family history so all I have to do is we share an email all I have to do is say hey I sent so and so a message saying where his kids do you think Danny would be cool with that? Could you email him and ask him,
0: "Hey, can I be your son? can we can we let
1: the boy be your son?" <laughs> While we're at it, I want to do it too. <laughs> can you adopt us?) <laughs> That's you what guys we are need like late thirties. Yeah, we could do it though. It's all legal. <laughs> Paperwork. All right. No. No, man. Uh
0: it would've it would have been a lot easier as to far get as interviews, like getting, yeah. Getting guests and because, stuff because
1: I mean, here's the thing. If you're a younger wrestler, or even if you're not a younger wrestler, like how many things have you read or how many stories have you seen? Like John Cena loves your uncle.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin raves about your uncle. He even had him in his book. Talked about him in his book. So it's like all these people who know your uncle and like your uncle, like this whole time, we probably could have had him on the show. All we had to do was go, I'm We're Danny's kids, and we do a show now, and we don't always do wrestling. Why is my name different? Well,
0: (laughs) (laughs) no, probably not.
1: Or I just write the email as you and be like, I'm Danny's son, (laughs) Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm Danny's son, Dwayne, and I'm booking a show for my – my other brothers. So, so it went from, we're going to be this, yeah. the kids. Or to, we just write emails on Dwayne's sure. behalf.
0: <laughs> Dwaynebriley2 <Yeah>. at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, man. And then we
1: get on there, when's Dwayne coming on? Ah, oh, he He'll be back here. He couldn't make it. He had something come up at the last minute. But Snowstorm. Uh, it's yeah. fucking July. I feel like you guys lied to me. No, no, Josh is Bradley. Josh is Bradley.
0: <laughs> Do you know Betty? Come on, Brooklyn Brawler. Don't hang up on us. <laughs> no pack questions. No pack questions.
1: <laughs> oh, man, that would be hilarious. I, I don't know why we didn't ever think of that before. But, you know, we've done pretty damn well. We go through this every once in a while. We've done pretty damn well without having to coerce
0: anybody that way. And to be honest, uh, most of our uh, big hitters, I mean, our second most downloaded show ever, all time, is an interview with Dr. Tom Pritchard. Yeah. But the first one, which has got like uh, almost triple the listens of anything that we've yeah. ever done is just us watching private obsession yeah. and fucking ragging the shit out of it. Yeah. So, so I think we have the power. It's just like, who the we're going to have to get
1: s- us from Dublin, by the way, <sighs> that oh, motherfucker's hanging tough. Oh yeah. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Oh, oh, oh. Hanging. Toof. Hanging. tough, <laughs> Hanging. tough,
0: toof.
1: Hanging. tough. No, um, no, but I see it all the time. Like when I check our numbers, Dublin is like, Either number one or number two, depending on the day, like
0: of cities that are probably like a series of gentlemen from Dublin or something. Hey, you heard this motherfucker in Tennessee? (laughs) That's
1: (laughs) the worst Irish
0: accent ever. Well, then you do one. I can't always, it always
1: switches to Scottish for me. I don't know why. Like every time I try an Irish accent, it switches to Scottish, even English. I used to do English really well. Now that's Australian. (laughs) I can't do it anymore. Oi.
0: Oi, Cranky, you bloody yank.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I can't do that anymore either. So, I don't know. Maybe if I talk like an Australian, I can get on the radio here. just get Bill (laughs) Dundee, brother. The
0: genuine Scotsman, brother. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oi, we're going to play some football.
0: It's really rugby.
1: <laughs> Up next, we have the North Side Indians taking on the
0: South Side Hawks. <laughs> our buddy, They'll uh, hire our me. buddy, not our buddy. Uh, I say that in jest. Our yeah. buddy Hannibal. Yeah, he did that like a few years ago. Whenever uh, he was I'm doing Hannibal. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, you know his uh, Great North Wrestling or whatever. Yeah. He actually <laughs> was doing the commentary right. for some of the matches he was putting up on YouTube. But he would do them in God, this him fucking... him doing commentary? Yes, but he would do them in this fucking English accent. And it was clearly him doing an English accent. If, because he had the same little hum sty- type of you, talking or whatever. You
1: said it best a couple of weeks ago when we were talking off mic. I think we were talking to Gene, Gene Jackson. Yeah. When you said... Does that motherfucker take a handful of Valium before he interviews somebody?
0: If he don't, then <laughs> I don't know what it is.
1: I I promise you, I, this man just must have money because he's not a talker. Like, yeah. he, and he doesn't come up with like awe inspiring questions, and he doesn't interact or make the guests feel like natural. I don't think because like look at the Ricky Morton interview he had. I don't think if you listen to ours, you know, we covered some things and he laughed. Johnny Bench. Yeah. I mean, he laughed for the most part. You know, we covered things that he probably hadn't heard before. Talk about baseball. We talked about
0: Deion Sanders on this motherfucker. If you ain't heard our Ricky Morton interview, you need to go back in the archives and see. Just a couple of
1: weeks ago. But then we went back and listened to Hannibal. Like, if you look him up, he was the one that got hepatitis from Abdullah the Butcher. And, you know, I'm glad he's better now. You know what I mean? But that doesn't take away from being a horrible interviewer. Like, I heard you were at Mid-South. Um, when you were there, what were your... Uh, what were your uh, dealings with Bill Watts? <laughs> what were your dealings
0: with Bill Watts?
1: Uh, is this? What, what did you... Did you ever? Uh, did you ever have a f- misunderstanding with Bill Watts
0: with Eric Bischoff? Yeah, I mean it's so Do you monotone. Think Eric Bischoff was the one who ran WCW into the ground? Yeah. Oh, It's like now. What? I never said that. <laughs> I never said that, Bischoff. Mm. It actually said in the Wrestling Observer right. <laughs> report that that was your exact comment.
1: Cool. Yeah, I mean, it's just so like, like I don't know what he's trying to do. I mean, there's no. I, you don't have to go in there, and be like, hey, Ricky Morton, how's it going, buddy? You know, you don't have to do radio voice to or anything fair, like that.
0: To be fair, he's got his hundred thousand subscriber plaque. You know? Well, I mean, and here's that's the a reason. great feat, but.
1: Uh, How much are you paying the people to be on your show, or are they are they doing it because they know what you've been through? You know what I mean. I don't know because some of those interviews, they're like you wrestle, <laughs> like Ricky Morton seems like you ever wrestled before, and he seemed like motherfucker. Yes,
0: <laughs> I was actually in developmental. Yeah. I'm
1: glad Zack Ryder got fired. <laughs> it's like that's that to me like he lost all credibility.
0: Now I feel like. Um, some people that just don't know the whole deal think yeah. we're just shitting all no, over. No, no, no,
1: no, no. This one guy. I just want what. him to have some kind of like you know
0: Have some fire, man. Yeah, fire Though up. I'll on, come back,
1: fire up on that interview. <laughs> you know, you don't have to be like Jerry Lee Lewis out there like
0: whoa, <laughs> ah, <laughs> God, and this is gracious. <laughs> Rick <and> Morton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like and, and there's a guy that I love that was on XM at one time. His name was uh, Eastside Dave. And Eastside Dave, well, here, let me play something Sounds that he made. Oh, he was, he was a nut dude. Like He did this thing to where he said he was going to quit the radio station. He came back in a mask and called himself the Midnight Rider. <laughs> like He's a big wrestling fan. He's a redheaded guy. But he was on Ron and Fez. And what happened to him was he, uh, like Sirius XM kind of lowballed him. And he was actually, it was costing him money to come to work like because he was paying for insurance and all that stuff out of his check so by the time he drove the hour and a half in to get to work and drove out he was losing money um so but he he had a show like a weekend sports show uh on sirius xm2 um but his name was eastside dave and he still does a thing on um um what's it called um Opium, uh, o, uh, Anthony's show. It's a uh, compound, compound media. You'd probably like it. It's a subscription based thing, but he mm-hmm. does a thing on there. And, uh, he's still funny, but he's very energetic. Yeah. He's the exact opposite of Hannibal. Like, <laughs> he's a little too energetic sometimes. Hannibal on myth. Yeah. Um, um, let me see. He made this thing back when the Giants were playing the Patriots in the Super Bowl, like the first one, 2008. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's owner. Yeah, this is it. So he's the redheaded guy. He made this song. It was called, For, this says Forget Tom Brady, but I, I'm pretty sure that was.
0: It's giant time in the Super Bowl. Eli Manning and Antrell Rose. Gonna <laughs> win. Yeah. Dominate, baby. Gonna fuck the shit out of Tom Brady. That's right. <laughs> All it's time's kicking in your face. Yeah. Tom Coughlin, give us some bass. Bob Dylan said Gonna fuck this shit At a Tom Brady <laughs> Tickle me Elmo No tackle me Bella Belichick Brady All pussy and pussy Giants can't fear Eli's Max Katie Gonna ruin your boat Badly Tom Brady Break it down Roy Schaefer They have on. a keyboard
1: player That plays on his it's show David too Then Roy
0: program. Subscribe on iTunes daddy And listen on Sirius XM that one dude looks like uh, Conrad the in the toboggan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he
1: he used to do this shit all the time. Like like he would say, you know, like just the out, most outlandish things like that. Like I said, he came back. He 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 walked in as like um Midnight Rider. Like and every time he came on, you would hear, I got one silver dollar. <laughs> and he's like, he'd walk in, Woo! It's the Midnight Rider. <laughs> it was awesome. Like, so I don't know. You don't have to be that upkey. You know what I mean? I'm not saying you have to be so like outlandish that you're you're taken away from the interview, but there's a difference between a referee that's out there flashy that's taking their way okay there's a difference between who's like probably one of the most like insanely outlandish referees that was ever out there that you know bill alfonso like he, at he, points right right I mean, at points you knew who he was and you're like oh that's bill alfonso or teddy long you know that's Teddy long i mean you you know i know that's Teddy long refereeing but there's a difference between that and then Ole Anderson. <laughs> you remember when Ole Anderson refereed for WCW for a while? I don't. And he's like getting down on the mat real slow, like one. <sighs> Fucking little ash kids in here, too. <laughs> you, you could know, have said griping. like Paul Neighbors or yeah. Frank Marell. Somebody, you know, somebody that was just a little too like, like you said, like did they take a handful of volumes
0: before they got <laughs> out here? The way Frank Marell counted, you would think that right. one. Mississippi. (laughs) One, Mississippi Choctaws (laughs) and Chickasaws and Bullfrogs. Now I mean it. I'm on count to three now.
1: (laughs) It was terrible. (laughs) Anyways, man, I feel like we missed something important. We missed your birthday this week or last week. No, I
0: I found it all that day.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Did you take off or do anything special?
0: I went to work like a man.
1: Yeah. no, No confetti this year good Uh, i'm you know i'm still finding shit in the floor from where i popped off that like every time i sweep up here i'm like there's some more confetti
0: well you only swept probably twice since then Uh, good
1: point good point
0: (laughs) understandable (laughs) understandable no um touche yeah 38 man normal i'm a grown-ass man dude did you at least get you some head or something? <laughs> no, I came home. The guys home, chipped in at work. <laughs> I came home about four o'clock because I had to work over yeah. on my birthday. And, um, you know, sat down and fucking. Uh, Which is
1: something you couldn't do three weeks ago.
0: Right. So I'm already uh You're already up. more up. You're already winning. Yeah, winning on the B-Day. Yeah. But I, I sat down <laughs> and fucking, um, you know, played on my phone. Then I watched wrestling, did the mm-hmm. show. With you and Lance, we had a great goddamn yeah, show. Um, that's that's what uh, the highlight of my birthday was. To be honest, was doing the AEW doing the AEW Dynamite re- or review show for, for fighter fire, fight of fight the for the fallen fight for the fallen. Yeah,
1: dude, uh, which was last week. If yes. you want to go back and listen to it on STS
0: Pod. But anyways, yeah. we we absolutely slaughtered that show. I thought, and yeah. we kind of pinged around from the format, so to speak. Right, but. All in all, I think we really tied up the shit that we were talking about. And we, we had written, a
1: kick-ass host.
0: Oh, dude. He's the man. <laughs> he's the man. I'm the man with the power but driver. Seriously, yeah. man. I, I thought we were clicking on all cylinders. Yeah. It was a fucking blast. And um, I guess we're just going to have to wait till the next pay-per-view. And I'm doing this with my two fingers yeah. because...
1: That's not really yeah. the way
0: things are going now. I mean, are they just going to keep kind of sneaking their um, their big shows into the uh, fray I, of dynamite? I, I would
1: rather them do their pay-per-views, as you say it, with the quotes. Two fingers. I would rather them do that instead. Oh well, yeah, because you don't pay for it, right? Well, that too. But well, they're you know not. What I mean? It's not like
0: they're getting a big crowd, right? They're, you know, it's kind of like they've
1: got all their storylines like on pause right now. And they're trying their best to keep little things going, but there's no real big storyline, is there? Like, the biggest one there I, I was think, was the heavyweight title.
0: I think there is, but they're...
1: They're kind of dragging doing, it out so they can yeah, get crowds the, there. Which,
0: I mean, by all means, that's what they should do anyways. Right. Because the, the faster you go, the sloppier shit gets, and the more the the, the ends don't meet with the fucking head. You know right. what I mean? And the longer you go and kind of stretch stuff out, and as long as it fucking makes sense... And it's over a two or three month period. Right. Dude, that's what building stories is all about. Yeah. And, you know, I I like that. um, I like kind of what they're trying to do now. Right. Kind of. I say they're teasing the heel turns of like Cody and and, and uh, Kenny Omega and stuff like that. But. Like I said, the longer they kind of stretch it out, make a thing of like the little things. Because if this was 10 years ago, right. you know, boom, something would have happened in one night that would have made the hill turn already. And then, you know, everything was bang, 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 bang. Right. But it seems like now the COVID kind of slowed everything down, right. so to speak. It's just when you don't have an arena full of fans, there just really bringing the energy right. into the show. It's a little bit different, but... I was pleased with uh, the you know, the last couple of weeks of wrestling, so either it, way.
1: It'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, you know, not to make this all about wrestling, but I did read an article today. Uh, you know, I was wondering why Gallows and Anderson, you know, they, they wanted to get fired so yeah. bad and then they re signed with the company, you know, back in September. I didn't realize that they basically screwed over AEW. Like I read this article and they basically they said Heyman, so. Heyman was a liar, basically. Uh,
0: oh, they're the ones that called Heyman a liar.
1: Yeah. Oh, and AJ.
0: I seen... AJ
1: said he was, too.
0: Yeah, I, I seen a, those he, headlines. I seen AJ Styles called him a liar. Yeah. And then I just seen the, the big headline was Paul Heyman liar. You know what I mean? They, yeah. They didn't apparently, say... Apparently who, they
1: said AJ... The rumor was Heyman said that AJ had to be moved to SmackDown because he was being bullied. And AJ said, I'm not, I wasn't bullied by anybody. If I'm going to be, trust me, I'm not bulliable. (laughs) You know, like he was like, I'm going to say something to somebody. He's been a pro
2: for over
0: 20 years. He's not.
1: But, uh, and then um, apparently Gallows and Anderson blames Heyman for them getting fired. And he said that, you know, they said that, you know. cut. Yeah. he As they called it. He said that one of them, I think Gallows said that they wanted him to lay down to Drew Galloway. Uh, or drew mcintyre they wanted him to like double stack them and pin them both what the fuck yeah like all that stuff so uh he said they never did that and they weren't on the chopping block when all the cuts came but then the word got back to him that Heyman wanted them cut so yeah i mean this is a little inside if you don't listen to wrestling and but well that would make uh,
0: sense to what i read what vince mcmahon said right recently he was saying that um I think he was saying that it was Heyman's deal. (laughs) Yeah. Put the heat on Heyman. Yeah. So, you know, if you got like all four of those people pointing the finger at Heyman. Right. And Heyman's history with the way he handles business, whenever it's nut cutting time. I'm going to be honest It's not very good.
1: The last time I watched raw and Heyman was over it. There was so many people on there. I did not know. Yeah. Like I get pushing young stars, but you can't push like all the young stars at once. Yeah. And that was why I was like, damn, I don't know anybody here. You know, right. these guys, okay, cool. I don't know who these guys are. They were in NXT for two months. Right. Wow. You should have known them. Yeah. I was like, no, there's a slow build. There's There has to be a happy medium between what WWE does and what NXT does. You well, know what my I mean? thing
0: is, you know, and I always go back to back in the day or whatever, but I mean, it was done that way for years and years right. and years before that. It's like, you can't, like you said, you can't just throw 50 new guys there. You got to have your stars, your fucking mid carters, and then two or three new guys, you know, that they're kind of building up with video packages and shit and fucking putting them out there and letting them beat some job guys or something. But like you say, you got, you know, six of the eight matches being all All new guys. And all of
1: a sudden this guy's fighting for the intercontinental title. It's like, well, okay. (laughs) Who is this guy? (laughs) uh but no they said basically um when in january of 2019 or 2016 i can't remember when they said it was but whenever it was when they were they had just signed and they went through a table with a pumpkin on their head oh, they yeah, said yeah. they said they started looking at their contracts like all right this is when it ends and like 3 months before their contract was supposed to expire they met with uh the bucks Mm-hmm. And they met with Kenny on separate occasions. And they yeah. hadn't met with him. This is before uh, Dynamite started, before they had TNT, before it was announced. Yeah. So when they finally announced it, that they were going to have an October show on TNT, they were going to have Gallows and Anderson be their surprise team that showed up. And all the way up until August, they had basically told him. He, he, they said that they regret not going, but... They WWE threw a lot of money at them and at the last minute they just signed the WWE contract and said basically the Bucks in them are cool now but most everybody else in AEW hate them because, because they said the Bucks basically sent somebody a message saying these motherfuckers fucked us <laughs> right. and I mean I could believe that like if you're writing storylines for a team that hasn't been doing anything, but you know they're better than what they're doing in WWE, and you can use them in AEW, and you're writing storylines for months on end, and you think you've got them, and all of a sudden they're like, nope, we're gone. We took more money. I get it's a business decision, but it's like, man, at the last minute, right? Like, we're two months from Showtime, and so. I don't know. Well, at least it I wasn't think,
0: like the Monday, the day of, yeah. or the Wednesday I day guess, of. I
1: guess that's right, but I mean, still, man. I mean, It kind of
0: pisses you off whenever you have all these ideas and stuff, all this content right. created, you created. <laughs> created I know that you plan on making. I know
1: money and security and all that are important, but when you look at it and you're like, what makes you think that they're going to book you any better? If it's a creative thing, if you don't care about creative, if you're just there for the money, then... If yeah. cash and creative, like JR says, if you're just there for the cash, then it doesn't matter. But if you're there and you want to be a player, I mean, you know they're not going to book you any better than like how many teams have they ended up just booking better? I mean, the last one I could probably think of is the New Age Outlaws. You know what I mean? They they started out as Rockabilly and the Road. Uh, yeah, the they roadie, were a joke, and they were a joke, and they wrestled like the Blackjacks and all that. Yeah, and then they started letting them talk, and then oh well, now they're the New Age Outlaws, and they're this badass team, you know what I mean? It's the like the crowd. The it, crowd kind of made them fucking, that way.
0: They would, almost like Enzo and Cass where They would yeah. literally recite everything with them. Yes, their stick, and then fucking uh, somehow they joined DX. I mean,
1: and here's the thing: WWE has really, in the past four or five years, hadn't really listened to the crowd very much. You know what I mean? The only time you could think of that they've listened to the crowd was Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And at that point it was like if you're not you're going you're going to have some problems here. Like um I can't remember my buddy Chris Peterson I, he was in New Orleans and I don't know if it was WrestleMania he went to but it was some show that and Roman was main eventing. I want to say it was like a WrestleMania or something but he said as soon as the Roman match started the beach balls came out. Like that was like <laughs> WWE's way of just saying fuck this. That was their audience's way of saying fuck. I don't want to see yeah. this. So, I mean, they don't listen to the crowd as much as you want them to. They kind of force things. So, you know, like look at Zack Ryder. Poor Zack Ryder. I mean, he got himself over online on his own. And that's what they tell you. You go out there and you get yourself over and we will have to look at you. And what did they do to him? They crippled him. They had his girlfriend turn on him. And John Cena beat him and that was it. (laughs) Then he was in Hype Bros or something. You know what I mean? Like they did nothing with him. So, I don't know. That's enough wrestling talk, I guess. I mean, we don't have to...
0: Yeah, it don't matter. No, it don't
1: matter anyways. It's it? going to be what it is anyways. Yeah. Um, hopefully everything turns around and they can start getting crowds in there pretty soon. But Safely, knows? you yeah. know. No, but, I want them to be haphazard. No, it.
0: I want them not to wear a mask. <laughs> I want them to lick every goddamn doorknob they come across yeah. and just do the wrong thing in general. That's what I want.
1: What well, do you want? i tell you what I want, Josh. I want everybody to be calm. And you know somebody out there... Is really nervous and they're they're probably stressed out. We get a new sponsor? Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. But they're probably stressed out, Josh. Probably. And you know you've got some you've got parents out there. You've got friends. I've got loved two. Ones. I mean, you have you've got loved ones out there. One. Oh, you got one. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> but you've got loved ones out there and they're stressed out right now from what's going on in the world. What better way than to calm them down than buy that bitch a shirt. Buy that bitch a shirt. And you can do that by going to P3 radiotees at tinyurl.com slash P3 Radio Pick them up a great P3 Radio shirt. They're going to love it. We've got the 80s shirt. We've got the Dwayne Gets the Truck. We've got our P3 Radio logo shirt. And the best part about it is, Josh, all proceeds... Well, not all proceeds. Some of the proceeds <laughs> go us, to us here at P3 Radio. It's a great deal, right, Josh? Man, that would be something if all the proceeds went yeah. to us. But,
0: you know, we got to get them shits made somehow, making right? Making
1: them in our basement at that point. Yeah.
0: But I'm going to tell you what, man. TinyURL.com slash P3 Radio That's T-E-E-S. Not just T and an S. But TinyURL.com slash P3 Radio Tees. That's your place to be if you want to get that bitch of shirt. Make sure also when you're checking out, you
1: watch the shipping. The default is the highest price shipping available. So when you check out, make sure you choose the slower shipping You get the best price there that you can get. The slower shipping still gets to you within a week and a half. So you can't beat that deal. P3 Radio Tease. Go there right now. TinyURL.com. P3 Radio TinyURL.com slash P3 Radio tees. Got a little bit of human league with Don't You Want Me Baby, Josh. I know what it is. <laughs> you, as you like this song? I, I do. Well, there's a reason why we're playing this, Josh. This was the number one song on the day that you were born.
0: Really? Yes. <laughs>
1: I'll be damned. So you were probably listening to it in your little bassinet.
0: <laughs> probably not.
1: <laughs> I didn't have no bassinet. <laughs> what like a? We had a hound dog. They just put me in the cage with him. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, number one, on your birthday, you were born in 1982, right? 1979. Okay, well then, I was completely off. <laughs> it was probably like Donna Summer or something. No, it was really 82. I was yeah. just,
0: I'm fucking with your brain. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I looked that up. I was like, I gotta find a comeback song. And I was like, well, let's find something that was from when Josh was born. <laughs> so, you feel old yet?
0: I, just, I feel the same, to yeah. be honest with you.
1: You know what I was looking up? You know, sometimes I look up those, um, you know, what was the number one song this this on this day 10 years ago you know what i mean just to feel just feel old josh you know just to feel like what the fuck now i feel feel something when i see her (laughs) well 10 years ago today 10 years a whole decade josh today today this was the number one song in uh in america and
0: england You can come and sit down It's got a goatee Kind of <laughs> fucked up hair I didn't know what you were talking about at first Josh and his face <laughs> Really feels uh, good
1: now But this was the number one song Ten. This doesn't seem ten years old, does it? It
0: doesn't I feel like I was in another place And another time when this was Really fucking, you know, bumping bumping into clubs and all that shit you know
1: and then you go 20 years back if you go 20 years back it gets even better because then you really realize where you were 20 years ago josh um and we don't do this break very often and i wasn't even set up for it was I?
0: you weren't but you rocking it so fuck it
1: (laughs) this was the number one song oh my god 20 years ago on this date josh you said hell yeah? I did <laughs> I love it You like this? I do Let's see, so 20 years ago would have been 2000 I think this was uh, Justin Timberlake's last appearance with NSYNC I think so Yeah, because in 2001 he had already, he had blown up Well, it was own. 02 when was he it?
0: Went, uh, went rogue <laughs>
1: You like this? You used to give me so much shit and say, you like all this stuff, Richard.
0: I was like, I actually didn't mind it, but I didn't ha- like love it. Dude, I didn't like just love it at the time. Maybe it got a little season, a few years yeah. on it or something. You can get stoned and drunk and fucking, <laughs> you know, listen to it in a car with a group and it's fucking, right. everybody's vibing to it. It's fucking funny. It's <laughs> so then you kinda, It is going to be me that loves you well, when no, you come it, back. No, it, <laughs> It, it, it's like um, Friends in Low Places uh, yeah. or something, you know. No, when this is like got, nothing compared to Friends well, in Low you've Places. Well, when you got everybody uh, singing it around yeah. you, and you have like certain, um, certain, like experiences that happen uh, around that kind of, it, it's it's a funny memory. You know? Yeah,
1: I mean, I did the same thing with this song. Whenever uh, there was one night, me and a few other people were heading to All the. All that
0: I do <laughs> is not enough for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: it is something stupid fun to do that But I did it the same thing with uh, Well there's so many ads on this daggum thing I was going to play it for you One night we were going to the bar And this was playing on the radio Oh man I don't know why it was just like <laughs> So everybody in the car is singing it And it's like we get out of the car like it's now Let's never... go get a beer
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Time to be a man again
1: this is a good damn song though If the boys and men Would have sang it It would have been a hit
0: Probably so yeah. It was probably Rope for them yeah. When you like Listen to and the they're structure like, We're not doing any of that shit The structure of the song And stuff but Yeah This
1: was a, a Motown boy band. Philly Was too strong for that yeah. shit <laughs> This is a boy band That was uh, Created Josh
0: now, see, the tail end of. See You say that you're all Surprised that I thought that Backstreet Boys shit was like, or InSync was fucking uh, awesome or whatever. Yeah, we literally used to sing to Boys to Men. Yes, like in your kitchen <laughs> when we were like twelve. So it shouldn't be that much of a surprise. And not just one album, but like two or three. Which I mean. ones? Which songs do
1: you, you remember we sang?
0: Well, I remember we we sang. Uh, uh, obviously, it's so hard to say goodbye. Yeah, hold but on. There was some, we got to play uh, some of that. <laughs> um. Man, a lot of that great... We greatest, never did Motel Philly. No, but th- was there was like the two CDs song. that Angie had yeah. that, that we would get bored and you just like pop it in as a joke. Then we'd end up singing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you want to try to sing some now? No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, there it is, Josh. <laughs> See, this There's
0: is going to be the song, this, the, the featured song, or the comeback song, rather, in about, I don't know, three weeks, yeah. something like that, when you die, <laughs> after you come back <laughs> from uh, all right. Florida. All right,
1: hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's do this. I'm going to start the song off again. I'm going to replay it, Josh, and I want you to do the opening this is how the show is going to start next week. All right. Three, two, one. And it's going to be like we'll hear Welcome to P3 Radio. This is a special edition of P3 Radio. What
0: am I on NPR now? Featuring. I come in the money? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You found somebody to do a voiceover.
0: (laughs) Shit, I don't know if this thing's working or not, Joshua.
1: (laughs) I got my mom running the board.
0: (laughs) Gotta have somebody in there now. (laughs)
1: Hurry up before they know we're here. (laughs) (laughs) This thing ain't got video, does it? (laughs) All right, this is Joshua, and he's going to be talking about Richard. Before the mics, episode 158. (laughs) All right, here we go. Here we go. Three, two, one.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is not your regular episode of P3 Radio. Richard, not taking my advice, and... Probably against his own heart Because I believe he had a good heart I believe he knew right from wrong But Caving to the Advances of others I think That's what drove him to Florida And to that condo Now Sorry Joshua (laughs) Didn't mean to hit that Now It's over Richard had the coronavirus, and he is dead. That's a little. He's gone. That's a little tough.
2: <laughs> Richard's burning in hell right now. <laughs> you
0: didn't have to say it like that. <laughs> I did. I did. He's check- with his dad. Oh wait, I think his dad's still alive. Maybe who well, knows? He's in his dad's heart right now. <laughs> But
1: the last time I was in anything on you know, him was his, balls. his nutsack.
0: <laughs>
1: After that it was out of sight out of balls out of mind right.
0: So what I'm doing here now is I'm doing this one show in memoir in memory, the memoir of Richard Lee. Joshua, we have an email that says,
1: well, you gonna do the show without Richard Lee anymore?
0: <laughs> so I'm looking for a co-host right now. I'm looking for someone who vibes with me. And possibly could run a soundboard and a recording studio, <laughs> <laughs> and just to do all the shit. <laughs> and a requirement is double D tits, blonde hair, blue eyes, <laughs> and a twenty-four inch waist. <laughs> twenty-four.
1: You'd be like... Well, I mean like a 32, 50, as long as the ass is wider. <laughs> I know right. your type. It wouldn't be 34. It'd be 54. Maybe like a
0: 30-inch waist with some fucking 40-inch <laughs> Somebody thighs. I can share pants with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But just kind of tired on the waist.
1: <laughs> uh, we did talk about how funny it would be. Like, I was like, yeah, you hope I survive. I can't imagine you
0: doing this show without me. <laughs> I would have to just like like merge with somebody. <laughs> yeah. Anybody got something I can talk on? Maybe like... McCaskill. (laughs) I could just do a Skype deal, and then you have all the recording shit at your house. Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You wouldn't want to set all this stuff up at your house?
0: Fuck no, I'd do it on my phone. (laughs) (laughs)
1: hearing <laughs> <laughs> cars drive by and stuff I had to go outside to record this episode i'm actually on
0: van drive right now <laughs> over here by old navy it's saturday it's a
1: motherfucker would you keep
0: the show going I oh I, yeah i mean I, I think you know if you could figure it out well i don't th- honestly like you wouldn't if use you any equipment w- if you want to shoot like if we're shooting right now <laughs> we did talk about that in the text where i was busting your balls right. uh, yesterday which is Friday it was right. we're talking right now about going to Florida or whatever. And then you kind of started this dialogue like we're doing right now. Right. And I said, no, man, to be honest with you, I would probably wouldn't do any shows for a little (laughs) while until I got,
1: you know, like WCW talked about rebooting before they went. Yeah. We're going to (laughs) quit.
0: We're going to quit for about a month and a half. (laughs) But my deal was I was going to quit. Right. You know, I would announce that you were dead and all that and try to sell some shirts and get some money from that. Hopefully your death would be worth something. So, Let that all, uh, everybody that's listening right now, let that be a lesson to you. If one of us (laughs) dies and you don't buy the shirt, then what did our death mean?
1: I couldn't imagine.
0: Richard Lee's death better be worth about a grand. I
1: couldn't imagine doing a podcast by myself, Josh. Well, anyways, (laughs) like I was saying,
0: um, I would just quit until I could figure out like a small soundboard or something like that. And maybe my kids could show me or something. Maybe i get one of them <laughs> to be the producers. And I would just try to find somebody that I meshed with. I mean, I don't know. I might fucking be absorbed by STS Pod or something if <laughs> if I was lucky. But, you know, I would try to find a replacement, obviously, and just hope that it would be the same type of banner or whatever. But it'd be hard, man. Yeah. Um, it'd be hard trying to find somebody that's comfortable joking about... Uh, shitty pants or dildos or (laughs) dick jokes or something like that
1: uh there was one time i uh i did a google search on myself and i found
0: a bunch of tj maxx locations (laughs) in kentucky
1: no i found where i told you one time i did a podcast like i was trying to do it like like 10 years ago remember i sent you a message saying hey you ever forget you did
0: a podcast (laughs) no it was like 13 years ago it was was a long
1: time ago like I was still wrestling, yeah. I guess it was because I was still wrestling. You've at, already uh, talked about it, have I think? we? Did we didn't play it though? I, so, I don't think
0: so. But it was in two thousand seven.
1: I can't find it now. But yeah. you have
0: the files on here
1: somewhere. Do we? Did I download it?
0: You did. You oh. sent it to me. So I just sent I you a link
1: because I found it, and I was like, yeah. "Oh yeah, check this out." And it's like horrible sound quality. I remember how I recorded it. it Jumping,
0: was, Gary rolls <laughs> going to be in Trenton tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting at Randy Bird show. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. What a fucking train wreck. Yeah, yeah.
1: it, it it didn't sound good. Well, it I mean, sounded like a 20-something-year-old kid. A 21-year-old kid. Maybe 22. Uh, <laughs> you I'm now? Yeah, like 22-year-old kid that was just like, Oh, I did a good wrestling show last night. I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. God. If you search hard enough, you can find it. I can't find it right now. But, Josh, i tell you what I did find this week. I found one of our favorite people ever is on Cameo. Steve Irwin? Carol Baskins. (laughs) And have you seen some of her... (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Some of her Cameo preview videos? First off, Uh, how much? Okay. So it is to talk to her to get a Cameo. Oh, it's not showing her price, but her price... (sighs) Two hundred and ninety nine dollars,
2: <laughs> just below three. For a minute, like yeah, a minute. for
1: for a cameo. And you might be asking, what can I get for two hundred ninety nine dollars? Well, let's see what this one looks like, Josh. Let's play this one. It's right a wedding. Here. Hey,
2: all you cool cats and kittens! It's Carol Baskin at Big Cat Rescue. Sarah Francis Weekly and Hamilton Harp, congratulations, congratulations, so much! I hear that you guys are getting married on August the 29th. Julie and Phil Powell were telling me all about how you had to cancel and reschedule due to COVID 19. Yeah. And that corona, she wrecked a lot of marriages. <laughs> but I tried like to blame my husband's death on corona. Track, and I am so glad to hear there that. There was one dude that sounds I heard like you guys are really uh, this close week, friends.
1: Uh Jim and Sam played it, and that's how I found out she was on cameo. But it was like they had paid her to say something, and basically it was um, – she was saying, hey, and she said this guy's name, and he was a pedophile that's in jail. She's like, I hear you, your kids wanted to get together and have a good thing to do for you, and uh, she said another pedophile put him up to it. It's like <laughs> – <laughs> but it was, it was something that somebody had paid her to say. Yeah, you know you heard the Bre- no. She was doing. You've heard the Brett Favre thing where they paid him to say like basically white supremacist, like pro white supremacist stuff, right? <laughs> yes, it was the same thing. What's this <laughs> one?
2: Hey, are you cool, cats and kittens? It's Carol Baskin at Big Cat Rescue. Can you see them? <laughs> <laughs> Those are my feral cats, Pearlie and May. Curly has been here a little bit longer, so she comes out. May is the one who lives under the blankets. <laughs> but I love that they're putting this show on for you. That just shows you know you what they say about a crazy cool pussy. You are Leslie Holland. That's like insane <laughs> pussy. That's not even worth
0: it. It's like every one of these shows. Uh, she was super hot back in like 1983. Yeah. But even then, I think it was so crazy and so fucking out there. It would wouldn't you, be worth it at all. Would you like
1: to get a pep talk, Josh? let hear a pep talk. Let's hear a pep talk.
2: Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, it's Carol Baskin from Big Cat Rescue, and this beautiful tigress behind me is Sapphire the White Tiger. Well,
1: oh, I'm pepped up already. <laughs> all of you at Team
2: Wellstar, MTBO.
1: If you don't get your shit together, this motherfucker's going to eat you. <laughs> nice talking to you.
2: <laughs> and if you've watched any Netflix lately, uh, yeah. you know I don't play. Oh, <laughs> well, you guys are superstars. Well, thank you, Carol. I'm <laughs> said that he had to send all 160 of you home, and during COVID, and that you guys, even though you worked at home and had reduced hours <laughs> and no
1: and very little pension to speak of, show <laughs> me really you're probably sucking
2: dick for your life
1: bill. <laughs> it's a real shit time. Did y'all come back to work.
2: <laughs> pay that you still exceeded performance. That's what I'm talking about. Those are the kind of people I love to surround myself with. (laughs) Well,
1: I did. They were called volunteers. (laughs) And if they'd been with me long enough, we'd give them a purple shirt. (laughs) Uh, I guess this is lost. You know,
2: here at Big Cat Rescue, our people still...
1: Like her husband, if you haven't seen Netflix's show. (laughs)
2: i have to come in all the time and take care of these cats. Because Thankfully, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen what these motherfuckers
1: can do to a human. Right. It's vicious.
2: <laughs> all of our animal care is done by volunteers. I had to let go half of my administrative staff due to COVID.
1: So, <laughs> so now it just becomes a sad. This is a pep talk, Carol. i had to let go of all my people that were working for no money. <laughs>
2: Man, I know what that's like. But you guys have certainly got the eye of the tiger going on there. You want to show him your beautiful eyes?
0: No. <laughs>
1: Talking to the tiger. Trust me, she
2: has beautiful eyes.
1: <laughs> the reason why I brought this up was there was a video going around of her and her husband that was doing this very douchey, like 50 Cent song, like you together me in the club, yes. bottle full of bub. Yes. Uh. Yeah. What would you think about well, us mommy, getting-
0: I got that ex if you're into taking drugs. Ha ha ha.
1: Her husband is just, ugh. Not the one that's been dead. <laughs> oh, the, the other one.
0: Uh, what's his name? Um, what the fuck is
1: his name? Uh, Don? Is it Don Baskins? Here, here's, here's the video, Josh. Oh, wait. Is this not going to be- Unmute it
2: cats and kittens it's carol baskin and howard baskin howard cat rescue howard and we are here with the crit mates to wish charlotte a happy <laughs> birthday go, go charlotte it's your birthday, your birthday. we're, we're going, going to party, party like, like it's your birthday <laughs> <laughs> we're going to sit for party. like it's your birthday <laughs> and you know we go. don't give a fudge that, that it's your birthday,
1: birthday. And they're dancing around And he's This is the creepiest thing I've ever seen, man
2: Happy birthday
1: (laughs) Yeah I, that was the creepiest thing ever. Could you imagine being that's been the last thing no. you hear before they close the door to the cat? The no, I was going to say, <laughs> imagine
0: being woken up by with your blindfold being lifted, and you see that shit hovering over your bed, you know, where they've got you captive or whatever. Well, maybe poor Howard. And then we're going to shove this bottle <laughs> in your ass. <laughs> well, well, maybe poor Howard. Josh, maybe he just didn't know, you know? No, because their wedding photos actually have him in a fucking uh, Bam Bam costume with a fucking collar around his neck.
1: Well, I was setting up for a story, but our website just kind of shit the bed there. We have a website? <laughs> no, our uh, our the site that I had sent something for. Here we go. Let me pull it back up here. Talking about my penis. All right, here we go. Maybe he just didn't know, Josh. <laughs> Let's try this maybe again. he was blind to the situation. Maybe, maybe he was blind to the situation. And the reason why I say that is because there was a story that came out this week. And I don't know. I'm on the fence whether I believe this guy or not, Josh. Husband had no clue. Wife pretended to be blind and disabled for 15 years to scam one million pounds in benefits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's man. Why she'd
0: move every, that's why she'd dodge every time the money <laughs> shot was coming. <laughs> I thought you were fucking blind, you can't. Con- <laughs>
1: <laughs> A man claimed he had no idea his wife was pretending to be blind and wheelchair-bound when she scammed $1 million in benefits. Uh, John Pomfrey, Pomfrey, Pomfrey. 60, Pomfrey. said he was clueless to his wife Christina's lies, which have now landed her in prison. On Monday, the 65-year-old grandmother from Runcorn. Cheshire. <laughs> run, Say that run, more, Tennessee. Run,
0: run corn. <laughs> I was trying to
1: pronounce it and I was like Cheshire. Run corn Cheshire uh was jailed for three years and eight months after she pleaded guilty at an earlier hearing to multiple counts of fraud, false accounting and making <laughs> false accounting and making or
0: supplying articles for use of fraud. God damn, sixty five um, and then you get three years and eight months. It's like a life sentence at that point. Uh, I bet you'll be dead. She lied. She
1: was totally blind and wheelchair-bound, but surveillance by investigators showed her driving, going for walks unaided while reading a newspaper.
0: <laughs> this motherfucker was a Braille was multitasking. edition. Was she a braille not edition. only was
1: she not crippled, she was walking and reading a newspaper <laughs> and collecting her grandchildren from school.
0: So what did the grand... I mean, if the husband wasn't in on the joke, Right. But the grandchildren were comfortable with their blind, wheelchair bound grandmother picking them up from school. (laughs) It's like. She's pretty good at this driving. (laughs) How can you say, as the husband. That oh I didn't know the bitch was blind. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, who picked the grandkids up? Well, oh Charlotte did. <laughs> How did the bitch get there? <laughs> she drove.
1: Yeah. Look, what the fuck? She's like she's like Helen Keller. You're like as long as nobody puts in a new intersection, we're gonna be fine. <laughs> she can get that skew? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> uh, Mister Pumphrey, uh, who married Christina in 2005, told the Daily Mail, "People think I must have known." What she was up to and where all the money went. But the answers to both is I don't have a clue. (laughs) She has destroyed my life and I cannot forgive her. She is the craftiest woman I have ever
0: known. (laughs) And there she is. Hey, them eyes look totally alive. (laughs) (laughs) Looking right at the camera. Mr. Promfreed added she had
1: lied to him that she was a millionaire and even owned uh, seven news agents in Liverpool. When confronted with the evidence by police... She said she was relieved to be finally caught and claimed she had given the money away to charity to and those in need. Uh, charity starts at home. <laughs> and what better way than to give it to us people that need it. Uh, however, she also admitted she had spent cash on numerous holidays, cosmetic treatments, and clothes. Uh, and
0: apparently eyeball surgery because <laughs> she is totally in the know now. Like, I don't know if she just basically told, like...
1: I feel like you'd need documents saying this person's blind before you ever got money. Well, I feel like this is somewhat on the British government here, too.
0: Maybe, but like I said, I think... Oh, you blind there, governor. Yeah? Okay, here's your
1: check. The <laughs> husband is totally full of shit. Yeah. Like totally either, full of either shit. Either she did this behind his back and told the government... I
0: didn't even know she was picking up the fucking <laughs> grandkids from school every fucking day. I mean, unless you didn't know
1: that... No, no, no. I'm saying maybe she wasn't telling him she was getting benefits... But she falsified documents and got benefits behind his back.
0: Right. And he didn't even know. Right. Him. But he's saying that he had no clue that <laughs> she... Where did we get this extra
1: million pounds from, love? <laughs> no.
0: He's saying that he had no clue that she wasn't blind. To his knowledge, she was in a wheelchair. She was blind. Let me read this
1: again. She lied. She Okay, wait, wait, wait. Mr. Promer, who married, because people think I must have had have known what she was up to and where all the money went, but... The answer to, to both is I don't. So, no, he he's not saying that he knew she wasn't blind. He knew she wasn't blind. He's saying he didn't know.
0: That she was lying. That she was lying she and was saying blind. she was
1: blind and getting money for it. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense because I was like, man, if you don't know your wife is scamming the government and she's acting like she's bumping into shit, she's like, what are you doing? Shut up. They're watching from the hallway. <laughs>
0: Charlotte was acting rather weird at the doctor's office last uh, Monday.
1: Oh, man. She but was yeah.
0: feeling touching everything.
1: I, I still don't believe he didn't know. Yeah. You don't have a bank account that's just all of a sudden got a lot of money in it. She
0: lied. Told me she was a millionaire. Yeah. yeah. Owned the news lots in fucking Liverpool. <laughs> what
1: the hell. Uh. Maybe
0: she did. Maybe she did. Like, we might be blowing this all out of proportion. Yeah, man. But at the same time, Where was she getting... uh, I don't know. I mean, where do you think money comes from? (laughs) Right.
1: I thought she was just doing blowies at the dock. (laughs)
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, no matter what, I'm going to always question, hey, baby, where you get all (laughs) this money? How did you earn this much money? (laughs) Uh, Right. I mean, I want to know who's signing them checks, just so, you know.
1: Like, I saw this billboard in Jackson the other day, going up towards, you know, going downtown from Highland. Yeah. There's this billboard that says, earn free diapers.
0: Sounds like a Craigslist ad. Yeah, does it not? In need of <laughs> you want to earn female some diapers. Housekeeper. <laughs> yeah. I've seen uh, some housekeeping or not housekeeping ads. I've seen some ads on Craigslist. Like I go to the personal sometimes just to get a laugh. Oh yeah, I'm sure
1: you do. I'm sure that's why you go. <laughs> well, it is. Men seeking discreet male.
0: <laughs> no, seriously. Sometimes I go just to see how outlandish things are. Right. And. Dude, there's some women on there talking about I'm a mother in need and this and this. I just really need to get some diapers or some uh, dinner for the kids and ya ya ya, But they won't ever come out and say, you know, I'll do this for this. Right. Obviously, you gotta but,
1: wonder if that's a cop, if that's a sting.
0: Well, the thing about it is, as long as money is not being trans. You know, I don't
1: think you can give away diapers either for sex. That's exchange of goods for services like that. A lot
0: of them get into the thing of um, kind of like an escort. The verbiage in escort yeah. uses, where I'm offering you my companionship for a donation. Right. Blah blah blah. And so if you're real, if you're literally just selling your companionship. Then I think it's totally legal.
1: I don't know. We need to find a lawyer or something and talk to him. I feel like you might have gotten into some trouble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was just reading. But either way, yeah. I Do you seen, ever feel
1: like when you look at that though, that you're like being tracked? Like, oh well, it's no, on Craig's list. Yeah. So
0: no. I'm not doing anything I shouldn't. I mean, they're <laughs> the ones posting this shit, not me. That is um But yeah, I've seen it worded that way Just really needing some diapers for the kids (laughs) Or some dinner He's done shit
1: all over the foyer We gotta get something (laughs) on this baby's ass Oh, uh, no, but, but, but I dude, really seriously. hope that
0: that's not the deal of uh, that's literally all you're looking for is a, <laughs> set of, you know, a bag of diapers. Like you bring them over. Thank you. And he shuts the door. He's got a hard on. No, <laughs> Let me give you a blowjob before you go. I really needed these diapers. <laughs> oh, damn. All right. <laughs> Make it quick. I can get back to church. <laughs> Uh, Dude, my off. God! I still, ever since I've listened to you and a BT's show, that you know the the Max Corbin, yeah, the interview edition. I
1: did on uh, shooting the Shiznit.
0: Yes, my God, we had never talked about you putting Ric Flair on oh, the yeah. prayer list.
1: Oh yeah, it got worse too. Not only did I put Ric Flair you on, put there. Randy Savage on no, the prayer list. I put uh, Luke from uh, All My Children on there. <laughs> he had amnesia. <laughs> Cause that's all we had when I was little. Uh, I had Please. to watch soap operas with my Just grandmother and mom.
0: Tell me you're being a wise ass. No.
1: Swear to God. Swear to God. And to God. And to, to God. You put Ric Flair and Luke from uh, from all my children or whatever that show was. And I don't think the Sunday school teachers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the Sunday school teachers were keen on any of this shit. <laughs> Cause I they were like this tragic young man. How much violence does he have in dementia in his life? Oh my god! I was like, I saw on TV. No, I didn't even say I saw on TV. I just said I think I to my memory of it because I was real young. But we're talking about every day. I'm at home for like the first five years. I didn't start school till I was like almost six because I, illness. You, yeah. <laughs> That typhoid <laughs> really is a motherfucker. No, I didn't start till I was almost six because my birthday fell late. So, like, they wouldn't let me join when I was about to be five. I had to be almost six right. because my birthday was in October. Cut off was September. So, <laughs> so, for like five and a half years, I sat and we didn't have cable. So, we had ABC. Well, right. what do you watch on ABC? It's either nothing or. because I don't think we had a VCR back then either. Or you watched TV that was on, you know? Right. So the TV that was on was...
0: You grew up like a fucking 1950s kid. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I watched soap operas. And some of them I still remember. Like There was this uh, guy that played... Asa and Susan Lucci was married to him and like there was all this stuff that I I still remember but there was this one build up like they had booked it like a wrestling angle like even had commercials about these two you know and they like talking about their wedding was great and and all this stuff and yeah. they're talking about how awesome like how through the years you followed Luke and Laura you know and I can't remember what show Luke and Laura was on I want to say it was like General Hospital or oh my god uh, there was all these shows so But yeah, there was one where this guy had felt Luke had fell off a cliff. Like they thought he was dead. And when they found him, he had no idea who Laura was anymore. Oh
0: God. He had amnesia. So their romance was no more. So my prayer
1: request was for this guy that fell off the cliff and hit his head. And now he's just, he's, he's okay, but he's just lost all of his memory. And I'm praying that he gets his memory back. Please.
0: Please, Sister Frances. Please tell God that Luke needs to remember Laura. (laughs) They
1: had no clue. They were just like, and I didn't know that what I was doing. Okay, Richard Lee.
0: They were like, oh, that's awful. (laughs) He hit his head. He has no fucking memory.
1: And then the whole Ric Flair thing. I remember it was Saturday night. Cause that was when we got the WCW shows here right. it was late Saturday night on ABC. They were talking yep. about Ric Flair and they showed him talking to Terry Funk. Terry Funk was, you know,
0: Oh, I, I like, put him in the pile driver. <laughs> the worst looking pile driver
1: ever where Rick's holding on to the table.
0: It was the worst looking pile driver ever. And it also it looked like the most realist pile driver. ever. <laughs> kind of.
1: <But laughs> His I'd head
0: nev- legit hit the table.
1: Yeah. Well, it's cause he was doing a handstand
0: on right. the table. <laughs> And he kind of like clenched his ass to where his head would hit. Yeah. Like, but I could see why you were worried about Mr. Flair.
1: Yeah. I mean, because here's the thing. They sold it like this man had a back injury. This could be like life threatening. You know what I mean? Like, as a kid, you aren't thinking, well, this is a wrestling angle. You're thinking, well, shit, this could be like.
0: I never thought somebody was going to die. How's Rick Flair going to feed
1: his family? Right. How's he going to walk? Like, I was like, he might never walk again. (laughs) Like, so I remember going to Sunday school. Going, there was a man that was attacked. Like, anybody have a prayer request? Oh, I do. There was a man that was attacked uh, by this other guy, and he he hit him. He he hit, dropped him seen, on his
0: head. You ever seen Roadhouse, Sister <laughs> Francis? It was that asshole with the fucking earring. But I remember.
1: I said his name's Rick, and he he might never wrestle. He, I don't even think I said wrestle. He just he he might never walk again. And so that just thought I was like, here's this young man that's got to be four years old. Right. <laughs> He's already got somebody in his life that's lost their memory from falling off of a cliff. Like most everybody else, had these prayer requests. <laughs> had these prayer requests like, uh, "Hey, I hope I get my a bike. cousin.
0: My cousin's really uh, sickly yeah. right now. Yeah, my friend's got a knee. cough.
1: Yeah, you know, or my 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 cousin fell off her bike and skinned her knee." And I'm like, "There's this motherfucker that fell off a cliff? <laughs> he might remember his wife ever again. And now they're like, shit. They give me they give me the buff bag whale. Shit.
0: <laughs> we got to pray for him real quick. I remember they prayed for both of them. <laughs> oh,
1: Almost immediately.
0: Oh, I love it. It
1: felt so bad. <laughs> oh, my uh, oh, God. Yeah. I mean, that's just... I was, well, that's
0: got to be why Flair came but back. But here's,
1: yes, I mean it's got to <laughs> be, and Luke finally did remember Laura, so had that going.
0: Oh my god! I just,
1: man, I just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's but one of those things. Seriously, like, why, I was a good hearted kid, man. Yeah evidently and i i, I was apparently as go shit. god almighty <laughs> like
0: i'm in here i got candy I swear to god there's candy in this van well, all right <laughs> well okay i was fat i probably would have went for the candy no sugar daddy's and everything richard how do you know my name <laughs>
1: i told you about that dog that i that uh it wasn't even our dog all right we'll get into it later some other time i just i was always soft-hearted like i still get- I still tear up about things, and like i'm I ain't afraid to admit I cry, I cry. it's nothing to be ashamed of. I'm a sensitive person,
0: like how many times a year
1: oh God a year <laughs> a lot, a lot, man. I told you I have mental issues too <laughs> I mean, why would I have that? Oh that's right <laughs> why would I have abandonment issues or
0: <laughs> damn yeah. I was going to say, maybe I've cried, I don't know, five times in the last 10 years or something like that. Really?
1: Yeah. Nah, I'm a, I'm a softy man.
0: I feel like a pussy just saying that.
1: Really? Yeah. Well, that's because your dad, he was around.
0: Makes <laughs> you know how a is supposed to
1: be. Uh, You want to do this story right here? Or do you want to do another I one? I think I
0: just want to go off into the shadows and cry. <laughs> <laughs> you do know, get like one I've been out. missing out.
1: Well, you wanna hear a fun you want to hear a really sad story? You wanna do this one. You want uh, I got a sad story right here. Pick me a sad one. If you want it. It's sad and almost like infuriating, if that makes sense.
0: <laughs> well, coming from Facebook. Yep. Yeah.
1: All right. This was posted a couple of weeks ago. Well, I guess it was more than a couple, about a month ago now. I said this story just keeps getting worse and worse. All right. It says, What a crazy story. This is just a picture, and this is what it says. Guy hires expensive video videographers for his wedding. Fiance dies. He asks for a refund. They refuse. Guy goes to media with story. Videographers respond by mocking his dead fiance. Videographers' employee commits suicide after social media backlash.
0: I've heard about this. Yeah. It's And that's just the first one, okay? That's just the first picture. From, from what I was seeing, though, they're trying to say that the videographer employee... Either- hold up, hold
1: up. No, no, you're you're getting to it too quick. All right, so what happened... What happened was this guy, like I said, he hired a... I'm trying to find all the pictures to, to show how hard it is. Yeah. So this guy gets you know, gets engaged, this woman that he went to college with.
0: Somehow they snuck an ad in one of those photos. <laughs>
1: so it says, um, uh, WKD, KWK not W, Jesus. <laughs> I want to K- say WKRDO. K-R-D-O, it's KRDO News Channel 13, KRDO.com, uh, posted a story. It said he lost his bride to be in a tragic cat crash. Uh, a company he hired for the big day is refusing a refund him and is threatening a lawsuit. Uh, and that was the story that they had on it. And it, then they got, that's an ad. Is that an ad? Uh,
0: it says today. Oh, okay, No, no, no.
1: This is from copper stallion media. This that's is the,
0: who, that's the company they hire.
1: And they have a picture of this guy named Justin and Alexa, May 23rd, 2020. Alexa, Sorry. It's. To be honest, if they're a media company, that's pretty shitty of how yeah, they wrote like that on Yeah, it's like white writing on, on some on Yeah, you always want to go like with at least Dark. an outline or something yeah. on it. Uh, but this is what they posted, Josh. This is pretty ballsy. Not only are they not giving him a refund, this is what they did. Today would have been the day where we would have filmed Justin and Alexis' Lexus's wedding in Colorado Springs. After what Justin pulled with his media stunt to try to shake us down for a refund, (laughs) which is always fun when you hear shake us down for a refund. Right. Uh, Because that's not a shakedown. That's just asking for money back. Uh, We hope you sob and cry all day for what would have been your wedding day. Sorry, not sorry.
0: Surely. Surely that is like, a doctored photo. That's not what that company actually put. Well. There's no way that they could expect more business doing some kind of bullshit like that.
1: Well, it got a huge backlash because, I mean, for one thing, you're probably not the most liked person if you're denying a refund. If you're denying a refund to, I don't not a widow. A widower. a widower. It's not a widower because they weren't married, but if of a guy that's a potential widower. Not only that, you know, you're not giving him refund, but then you mock him with a picture of him and his fiance yeah, that, that on was a your webpage. Shitty. So they got some big backlash. Well, a couple days if later. If
0: it indeed is true.
1: Right. A couple days later they wrote to all employees and clients, it is with great sadness that we inform you that the passing of our client experience manager, Allison Davis. Allison took her own life earlier this morning. She had been a valued member of our team for the past two years and will be greatly missed. Allison's wife, Allison was a wife, mother, sister, and a daughter. On May 20th, 2020, our company was subject to an online smear campaign for not refunding a client who died in a car accident. The client signed a non-refundable agreement contract. As a result Friends, family, strangers have emailed, called, and left reviews of our company on social media. Online bullying is real. Well, first off, yes it is, and if you wrote that first statement, then you are just as big as a bully as anybody else. We are in contact with local authorities to see what can be done in terms of criminal charges. We are also reaching out to our legal counsel to see what legal action we can take. To obtain a judgment for damages, no company should have to go through this for upholding a signed legal document. With that being said, we are currently no longer interested in taking on any more bookings. We will complete our current contractual obligations with our booked clients, but will
0: no longer accept any new. So, guess they're hoping for a bunch of divorces then, because <laughs> how are you planning on staying a company? And, I mean, I guess they're waiting until the, the smoke dies down or something. So,
1: Josh, here's the thing. Uh, on YouTube, there was a guy named YouTube.com slash veto And it says, pro tip to a small business owner. Money comes and goes, but your reputation is priceless. Everybody is going to side with the grieving widow. Give the refund. Don't be an idiot. Also, don't kill yourself. Well... I feel His, like
0: you're reading that wrong. If the name's Vito, yeah. <laughs> hey, pro uh, tip, yeah. Small uh, business
1: owners. Underneath that, it says, "Holy Lord, it was just an eighteen hundred dollar deposit." You torpedoed your entire business for eighteen hundred dollars, and it says he ta- he told K R D O he paid eighteen hundred up front to Copper Stallion Media, a Texas-based wedding videographer and photographer company, photography company. After multiple requests, he said that the company has continuously refused to give him or Alexis's family a refund. So yeah, it was just Copper Stallion
0: Media. Does that not sound like the most porno of names you've ever heard a company sound? Right, and this is uh,
1: these are all from photos from Plank's Mom 2's post. So this was all posted by uh, a user named Plank's Mom on Facebook. Plank's Mom Two. Uh, And then somebody responded to Vito and said, it gets worse. Um, The employee that they're trotting out and saying committed suicide, committed suicide in 2018, two years ago. Bro. And then of course, Vito was like, what? What? (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) So, um, apparently they found the original post where they had said with great sadness, you know, apparently it was from December 22nd, 22nd
0: 2018. 2018. So
1: they just copied and pasted that and then pasted their own. And they're trying to
0: say that, Oh, cause of all the smear campaign, this is why she killed herself right. two years ago or a year yeah, and a half and, ago. And
1: you know, it was in December too. So it was like, um, so yeah, I don't know, man, that's, I wanna know how that ended because all of this was two months ago and they they that just seems like a bad situation all the way around, does it not? I told well, you it wasn't happy. It <laughs> seems like uh
0: well, why'd you bring it? <laughs> <laughs> Copper stallion media is probably no more. They've packed up the wagons and moved on down the trail. But you figure like old dude said, I mean, at least give the eighteen hundred back. I mean Dude's going, making a big thing about the contract, which I guess in a legal sense, if you knew whenever you signed, no matter what, no matter if both of you are here or not, this deposit isn't going back, you know. And then you still go to the media and try to. I'm kind of, I'm sympathetic towards the situation, but at the same time, if it was you that was the company, you know, and you knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, hey. I don't technically have to give these motherfuckers their money back. Right. You know, it said what it said when you signed it. Obviously, you didn't expect this to happen. Right. But, you know, if you were a bigger company, and then everybody that this happened to... At the same
1: time, you're not out anything. It's not like you bought, like thousands of rolls of film or anything that you're not going to use. Unless they canceled
0: like several dates of potential Mm -hmm. business because you committed to that one client. Still though, you know, my mother-in-law owns a wedding chapel. Yeah.
1: And they have people cancel all the time and they do a non-refundable agreement because up until a certain time, you can get a refund. But at a certain point, we have to buy all the food. So if we're cooking the food, we've got to buy it. And if you want a refund after we bought the food, now we're losing money. You know what I mean? So it's like, I get it if you're buying stuff yeah. that's perishable, but you're talking about film. It's not like they're, you know, buying... It's probably not even buying film. Everything's digital now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So
0: there's I get what you're saying, but a lot of really, really business savvy people say business has no feelings. Business has no, no compassion. It is, it is what it is, you know? And was it right to kind of go and kind of smear... These people, just because, you know, they're not breaking a contract that you signed.
1: Yeah, but still, man.
0: I get what you're saying, but at the same a time. A business
1: is all supposed to be, if you're customer service based. I it, get it. For Here's the thing, though. But you it, signed it. Here's the thing, though. At the end of the day, who do you think people are going to support? Are they going to support the business or the guy that just lost? Totally his, get it. You know I, what I mean.
0: I, I'm totally. So with So you.
1: if you're making business decisions that revolves around you having to get business from these like other people,
0: well, then what the fuck is the <laughs> point of contracts then?
1: Well, I mean contracts. Fu- well, contracts are made to be broken. Are they? Like, yes. Like every contract, I thought they
0: were made so if you did break them, then the yeah, person could, could honor do the breach, or not but, honor.
1: But you think about how many employers have let people go that are under contract or somebody that is in a contract, but they just get out of it. You know what I mean? Like all the people that are under contract in the NFL are contracted for, let's say they're contracted for seven years. Like when they get fired, sometimes they just get released. And they're released from their contract. Or if the person says, oh, I don't want to play no more. And they just set out. Usually it's to the
0: whoever made the contract's discretion. Yeah, you but know what still, I mean, I
1: mean you, can, you can get out of a contract. And in this, in this situation, it's not like this happens every day. It's not like every day somebody's going to go, I need to cancel. you can't get a refund. Well, my wife died. You know, they're not getting that every day. I get it. But at the same time. You're taking the side of the I'm the just telling you. That that Not only did they not give him a refund, they mocked him on Facebook.
0: I didn't say it was right. (laughs) I'm just saying in court, the guy, he's not going to (sighs) win.
1: Oh, he wouldn't win in court. But I'm saying as a business owner? Like there's all well, it's these totally things. Totally bad. He's going yeah. to change the
0: name. <laughs> You're getting new shirts, buddy. Yeah. yeah, he's moving. You're putting some new stickers <laughs> on the fucking window. Maybe
1: moving headquarters a couple miles down the road. <laughs> Maybe so, but at the
0: same time, you know.
1: Now I get it too, like photography and stuff like that it's important, but I mean nowadays it's kind of like radio, podcasts and stuff. Everybody fucking has a podcast. Well, everybody has a camera. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I, I kind of, I'm looking at it from a business standpoint of, yes, it's $1,800, but it's 18, like how much good press would you get if you just said, okay, look, I know we had a contract, you're going through a tough time and your family, their family's now having to make burial for somebody that may or may not have had insurance. You know, you never know. They need money. I'm sure, you know, yeah. funerals aren't cheap. So you go through all this and you give them the money back. Well, how good does that look on you? Like Great. people, people might actually give you more business. You might make all of that up. And like, just by saying here, we, you know, make it, make a show out of it. If they come out and say, Hey, we'd like our money back. Let me call the news media. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at that point, I'm like, fine. If you want to make an event out of giving the money back, fine. Use that as advertisement. Cause that's good business, but yeah. show, show the support. You know what I mean? I'm with you, but I don't know. I'm like you. I get it. He wouldn't win in court, but.
0: So I'm I saying mean, that $1,800 $1, is going to ultimately that's what my opinions are based off. So of.
1: basically his, his $1,800 just bought that company out because they're not going to get much any the other business. That's <laughs> the downside of it, that
0: they were such committed to business, shrewd, yeah. you know, shrewdly committed to business that. They literally wasted their whatever they got in the trademarks to Copper Stallion Media, right? And whatever reputation does it not sound have. like a strip club? too? That's what I said. It sounds like the most <laughs> pornography company of porno. I guess ever. I was
1: so blinded by the shittiness of the story.
0: Copper Stallion Media. Welcome to Copper Stallion,
1: <laughs> like baloney pony photographers. <laughs> <laughs> copper
0: stallion media in association with baloney Bloney Pictures. pitchers yeah.
1: <laughs> uh well do you want to go to uh something happier maybe no do you let's... have a happier story
0: <laughs> i got something we can make fun of but... all right
1: that might be better you want to make fun of something sure i mean i feel well go ahead and pull it up you're just no i want you to do what
0: you do just looking at me well you bring this fucking sad bullshit like and then we fucking make a joke out of it and you're trying to get me to sound like the bad guy It's was kind of like taking dill powder and pouring it onto your butthole right in the courtroom i mean <laughs> i can't help that they're a tight ass i can't help that like i said they live and die by the contracts but
1: you don't mean to make you feel better go ahead
0: well, guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> we all are. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me?
2: <laughs>
0: Keep on rocking, shout the devil, and uh, and do d- do some feel good stuff at four uh, in big old big old four row, you man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now that's a good palate cleanser, is it not? Uh, uh, always. All right. So we got uh, Colorado Man. Colorado Man. Colorado man speaks out after fighting off a bear in his kitchen. <laughs> now, dude, we've had plenty of good animal stories on right. P3 radio in the past. Yeah. We've had a garbage man having to battle a goddamn bear cub right. that had jumped into the back of his uh, garbage truck, and he just fucking He manned that son of a bitch out of the back. <laughs> you know, that was great. I was like, he just yeah.
1: suplexed a bear out of a trash. That is a real man.
0: That's a man. So. What do you say about this guy? I mean, the guy in the garbage truck obviously knew what was coming to him. Yeah. He climbed up there full knowing there was some kind <laughs> like, of... I'm tired
1: of this shit. <laughs> this motherfucker... <laughs> this shit ends today. <laughs> ...is going down. Right.
0: You know, but uh, this guy, Dave Chernowsky who was 54 years old, mind you. Now, you know how you feel now. How rent I'm going to say
1: Shernoski.
0: Sure. You know how burnt your body feels now? Yeah. Oh, how, yeah. Pretty much used up. You're like a tampon that's got three quarters of that bitch. Look at me! <laughs> You're a tampon that's three quarters absorbed, motherfucker. Yeah. You only got a quarter of that bitch left. And we're that's in the a chain shortage. And dude, we're in our 30s. Yeah. This motherfucker has like 20... Twenty good years on us, and uh it says he is lucky to be alive after being attacked by a bear inside of his aspen home dave chernowsky fifty four who has recovered from severe cuts to his face, said he woke up a wound a wound, a wound, a wound <laughs> one boy. <130, Eric Gilmore. laughs> he woke up around one thirty a m on Friday after hearing sounds coming in from his kitchen. yeah, he says I was asleep and I heard something in the kitchen. And I just kind of laid there thinking, "Okay, something's wrong." chernowski <laughs> said. <laughs> so I went down to the kitchen and saw the bear there. <laughs> he said he was already in the fridge and in the cupboards and stuff like that. So he was complaining about the temperature of the porridge. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers ain't got no but Swiss cake rolls in this son of a bitch. In a very twist, Goldilocks you know, I'm a in devil squares bears. man. Shit. <laughs> but uh-huh. I mean, dude. Can you imagine? We know Colorado and shit like that. That's right. that's bear country. That's bear country. Yes, but you expect to see those motherfuckers like you know, you know fucking around outside of your house, right? Maybe. Sometimes getting too close for comfort coming up on the porch, right. the back porch or something like that, yeah. looking for food in the garbage cans or something like that. Right. Not the son of a bitch <laughs> raiding your goddamn fridge at 1.30 in the fucking morning. Get any more of that lasagna? <laughs> My God. I mean, how Dude, do you get in? That's what I'm saying. Apparently, they open doors now. Yeah,
1: They'll have an open-door policy at his oh house. Oh, my God.
0: Sharnoski, <laughs> who's a father of two, said that the family was staying at a friend's house whenever he confronted the massive so black So he was bear.
1: drunk. He was drunk and he left the front door open.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was by himself. Yeah. But he says, my kids were in the basement. So Oh, right. <laughs> so he locked his kids in the basement? I'm not understanding that. It says, Sharnoski, father of two. Said the family was staying at a friend. Oh, yeah. so he was. This was the friend's house.
1: Oh, okay. This
0: wasn't his house. This was. Gotcha. Because
1: I was like, this ain't adding up. This yeah. motherfucker. was So trying I keep to kill my them. kids in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> so it, than no, they were at a friend's house. <laughs> right.
0: My kids were in the basement, so I wanted to make sure that he stayed upstairs. Said Chernowsky, who described the bear as a dark brown and estimated it as being close to 450 pounds. That's a fucking, uh, you know. A That's a bear. bear. That's a man. Uh, a bear of a bear. And uh, you can see the photograph here. Yeah, he's got Mr. like Stanowski. a claw
1: mark on his it, eye, his ear, his throat, and like his, almost
0: his collarbone. <laughs> it's pretty much like the bear bitch slapped him twice. <laughs> I don't once, told y'all I want hoagies. <laughs> once about the fucking face, then bitch slapped him across <laughs> the neck area, which he's lucky to be That alive. might just
1: be one bitch slap, man. So that, that paw is a bad, big paw, man. Motherfucking that's, Paul. That might just be index finger, middle finger. His thumb is, you know, bears are you know, like dogs, you know, they have yeah. the thumb that's back here. So, yeah, he, it was probably like this. Maybe so. Yeah. Either way,
0: 450, man. God almighty. And that's not like a fucking a man 450.
1: It's not like Yokozuna.
0: No, that's not like <laughs> a human being 450. That's 450 of. I'm a fucking raging pile of muscle. <laughs> <And> I
2: <laughs> right. could
0: literally split you in two if I wanted to. So, Charnowski said by making loud noises he was able to able to lure the bear into the garage, but whenever he was opening the garage door, the loud sound upset the bear, which <laughs> swiped Chernovsky's face.
1: Can you imagine that, though? Can you imagine? You know how slow garage doors open.
0: Like, He's already in there clashing fucking yeah. trash can
1: lids. Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! And he painted himself into a corner.
0: Right. He should have opened the and by the then garage it's only door. halfway open. Yeah, he should have
1: opened the garage door
0: before he. Started making all the noise. I guess. But, you know, he's in the heat of the moment. Yeah. And he said, Telling me what your heart man. He says, As soon as we looked at each other, he just smacked me. <laughs> <laughs> and after I got out of the way and started yelling, he left. So, I mean, he'll beat the shit out of you, yeah. but don't you start yelling at me, motherfucker, yeah. or I'm out of here. <laughs> and so, Sronoski, who has severe cuts on his face and neck area, after the attack, luckily wasn't he wasn't really after me. So I guess he was after them. Hopeless. Yeah, <laughs> but Sernoski told Good Morning America he was taken What'd to the hospital. Good Morning America. <laughs> there we go. That says GMA. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, America. <laughs> that says GMA. I was thinking, GMA. He, g- told grandma, <laughs> he told his grandma. He told his g Ma g I don't know why that motherfucking bear touched me. Schernosky I swear to God his, I didn't do anything. Sernoski told his grandma that he was taken to. <laughs> swear to God I would not try to fuck that bear. Swear to God. <laughs> he was taken to the hospital for surgery and now has a series of stitches along his cheek, jaw, ear, and back. God almighty. What was the surgery for? I guess to sew up that big ass. Uh, but that ain't surgery. I think of surgery like removing shit. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess they had to put him to sleep, so he, was in, he wasn't in shock or so. I don't know. Um. But he's, it says he had some shit to his back area as well. <laughs> but he was told had he would make a full recovery, <laughs> oh. which you're not going to make a full recovery. It's like no. you got those big-ass You wake freaking, up to
1: a bear, you're always going to hear a noise and be like, is that a fucking bear? <laughs> is that a grizzly? <laughs> Goddamn! <laughs> Goddamn! Accidentally shoot a... Shoot a small child for getting in the refrigerator. That and
0: he's gonna look like a fucking comic book villain for the rest of his life. Oh yeah, hideous scars about his face and hairline. Look.
1: Oh yeah, he's gonna be bald soon, man. Look at his hairline. Yeah. So you know as well as I do. That's a hairline of a man that's losing his hair. Yep. So when he loses his hair, he's gonna have ball. He's gonna be bald with the scar over his eye. And that's a badass scar, though. That almost looks like a lightning bolt, does it not? It does, and then you look at his neck, and he's like, oh, man. Yeah, his this ear will, his, his ear will probably be the scarred thing. He'll be a fan of turtlenecks.
0: <laughs> his ear looks like he'll be fucking, uh, be, are you a grappler or something? <laughs> oh, no, uh, I was attacked by a bear. <laughs> he has Luthez-esque ears. But it says bears will work hard to get all the calories they need and can easily damage property, vehicles, and homes. Bears that become aggressive in pursuit of an easy meal must often be destroyed. So they popped a cap in this motherfucker. Yeah, maybe. I'm sensing if they found it. every time we're forced to destroy a bear. <laughs> <laughs> forced to destroy a bear.
1: They don't want really to shoot it. They shoot that motherfucker with a Dude. rocket. <laughs>
0: Dude, mm-hmm. this is the best wording I've ever heard in an article. Yeah. like some, is, is this the,
1: it hurts me just as much as it hurts th- you? I
0: mean, I would have chose eliminate, <laughs> but they chose Put down. destroy. Put down. Yeah, euthanize yes. or, or something like that. Mm. Humanely take down. but We're going to destroy that motherfucker. <laughs> Yahoo News, who tiptoes around everything else, they're going to destroy the bear. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Every time we're forced to destroy a bear... It's not just the bear that loses.
1: <laughs> yep. Well, uh, I'm telling you, that's the. It hurts me more than well, I it guess hurts Dan. You. I mean, but yeah.
0: like I said, maybe he's because uh, that
1: bear's only going to feel it for a good five minutes.
0: <laughs> How? Where the hell are you shooting? Well, you guys shoot bears a lot. Well, the thing about it is, that's somebody's Papa Bear. <laughs> yeah. That's Papa Bear. But. We've got to live what we had to do that motherfucker, and we got a hernia trying to drag his four hundred and fifty pound ass out of the house. So <laughs> they got him hooked to a truck, <laughs> and just dragging him out with the wind. That goddamn garage door still ain't all the way open. <laughs> yeah, Shit,
1: yeah. they pull him back in. And he's he like, got any hair where he's been drugged? He's and- all
0: holding like a fucking uh, <laughs> towel on his neck and his face where he's all. And the cops ain't even came in. He's like, now don't break my fucking door you. goddamn." Turn but, it around, Billy. The bear's arm fell off. <laughs> <laughs> but it says, "It says, uh, like I said, every time we're forced to destroy a bear." <laughs> It's not just the bear that loses. We all lose a little piece <laughs> of the wilderness that makes Colorado so
1: special. You know that specialness. Like you might get mauled in your sleep from an angry bear, or in that's, your
0: kitchen. Let's pull the B and E. Oh, it hurts Colorado when we have to destroy. <laughs> yeah. a bear. Fuck you and your
1: family. You're the reason why we had to do this. And your tasty oh my treats.
0: God. The bear was just looking for food, and then. I don't think he was planning on encountering me either. I think that's the message, if any, is just to stay aware, be cautious, and don't leave your fucking doors open after you have a bit of Shetty or a fucking JD <laughs> and some
1: coke. Here's the thing, Josh. Mr. Chernosky is Shrinosky, 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 he's a way better man than me. I'd be holding my ear saying, kill that
0: son of a bitch. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Motherfucker got what he deserved. And if he would have got into my goddamn diabetic candy, (laughs) lucky I didn't destroy
1: his ass. Now I got to go. I'm bleeding out here pretty bad. No, man, I'm not that like... I mean, you know as well as I do, if you hit a deer, you're going to get out and motherfuck
0: that deer. Like, fucking deer. Well, unless I'm you're I'm glad me. you broke your neck. I'm glad you broke your fucking neck. Unless you're me coming out of a casino uh, at three in the morning.
1: Did you hit a deer at three in the morning from a casino? Well, you, you cried. Is that the by, one of the five times you've cried? Judging
0: by what happens after I say things on this show, yeah. I either get a bit of mail <laughs> or whatever, I'll just say this my wife hit a deer coming out of a casino at
1: one at some point allegedly <laughs> at some point eight years ago allegedly. <laughs> well you don't have to give a time frame <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah louis ck before then was... we
0: just pick up our wheel liners and put it back in the car and drive away <laughs> uh
1: louis ck before he was blackballed had that joke about hitting a deer Oh, you mean
0: it. before he made people look him in the <laughs> eyes while he was masturbating
1: I, I'm not going to say one way or the other, but it was his room.
0: <laughs> oh, is Louie? Is Louie yeah. listening?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this. He had that joke about like how he hit a deer, and it broke something on his car, and he was just so pissed off. Yeah. He's like, it ran I hope I broke your fucking neck. <laughs> you fucking deer. <laughs> I'm glad you're
0: dead. <laughs> I had one of them teenage moments one time where it was like me and three other people inside of a single cab truck. i tell and, you. Uh, and we hit a deer, and... The deal was, we were extremely fucked up whenever we hit the deer <laughs> right. at that time. And guess what? Somebody else was coming the other way. They seen us stop in the middle <laughs> of the road, so they stopped. And we we're like, oh my God, look at this shit, blah, blah, blah. And he, it had just kind of messed up the bumper or whatever. But right. the deer was fucking dead, you know, laid so, out in the middle of the road. And these other people could... Literally see and smell what was going on with us, right. and they were like, Y'all need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yes, ma'am. We will. We get in and we just drive away. I guess they fucking took it home and tendered it up or whatever you do with a deer. You field dress it, I think. Yeah. I've never been a deer hunter. Yeah. I My dad either. always told me, pussy deer hunter. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't respect a deer hunter. So, all right. Goddamn, that big of a fucking target, Joshua, <laughs> ain't worth a damn. Ain't like worth a damn. Something that can feed your family back
1: in the day for two, three weeks? Fuck that. <laughs> Selling them hides won't feed the family, boy. Um, I'll tell you an embarrassing story about me then. Like, Go ahead. very embarrassing. Yeah, you know, I told you I was a softie.
0: You went deer hunting with no, a
1: pink no, rifle? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> my pink rifle's in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Brock Lesnar said. Yeah. Um, so I was like 16 or so and I was driving. Like, and for some reason. I can't remember where we were going, where we had been, but for some reason I was driving back on I had my grandmother in the no, it was James, my stepdad, my mom, and I wanna say somebody else, and we were in that her little car. So and, you were chauffeuring. Well, I was driving because I was like, Hey, I'm i I'm fifteen. I was I think I was sixteen. Yeah. And I you know, you when you're sixteen, you're like, Hey, can we go this way? Right. I ain't never been this way. can I go this way? You know, and, okay, you can go that way. Well, I think we were coming home from church and we went by and we got some stuff and we were coming back and we took the long way home and I was coming down the road and right there where the, over, where the uh, overpass for the bypass is on, this is very inside, but right where the overpass is for Riverside and the, um, the bypass is going over Riverside. I was driving on Riverside and I'm in my, in my lane and all of a sudden, it's the first time it ever happened, this animal comes running out in the road. Or his hawk. <laughs> yeah!
0: Wow! You know something Hawk <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna run in front of this bald motherfucker
1: <laughs> No I had hair then I had a lot of long luxurious Tell him Hawk <laughs> Well Richard <laughs> Lee I had long luxurious locks of hair then
0: Allow me to run in front of your automobile Again <laughs> let me run in front of your Corsica <laughs>
1: <It's not laughs> like- oh, <what> <laughs> So I'm driving And uh like the animal runs out in front of me, it was a possum, and like I don't know why I didn't think to just step on the brakes slightly. <laughs>
0: but I was you like, you swerved well, and tried to hit it. in the
1: No, neck. no, no, no. So, so what I did was like I saw it running; it was looked panicked, and as was, they do, <laughs> as they do <laughs> when they see a two ton vehicle coming at them <laughs> with headlights. So I tried to like swerve to the left; like there was nothing coming. This is very dangerous, because I was a very inexperienced driver at the right. time. So I swerved left. Don't worry, Mimo. I've seen this on Miami Vice. <laughs> <laughs> so I swerved left to try to avoid it, because I'm thinking, oh God, I'm about to kill this thing. Right. And when I swerved left, instead of this fucker stopping, he kept running right into the left <laughs> swerve. And I nailed him with my tire. Uh. Just. Thud. and I remember the look on his face because he's <laughs> stuck. Yes, the possum had this look of like, ah, shit. And I remember like kind of squinting away, like because I knew, like, not looking at the road either. Squinting. I want to see. I don't wanna see I want to see you in my dreams. And I <laughs> squinted, and James, my stepdad, was sitting in the passenger seat, and I remember he flinched, like, uh! mm. ugh. <laughs> like, and that made it worse. Right. Kind of like when you were watching Jake the Snake Roberts' the snake get crushed by earthquake, and, Sean and they Mooney. cut to Sean Mooney. <laughs> that was the thing. It's like, oh, God. I've seen the real this, shit, though. Yeah, yeah, like, I was sitting there going... This man is, you know, he's older than me. He was in his 30s or so at the time. Yeah. But he's older than me. so and he he's, can't stand it. <laughs> he's seen, Yeah, this is hard on him, too. So I was like, fuck. So I remember, like, just being, I was like, i I'd never killed anything like that before. Yeah. You know, I'd, I've seen dead animals. I've seen dead deer and everything. But by like, your hand. But by my hands, no. I've never killed something like that. And it was right. big. And it messed me up, dude. Like, I was 16 and, like, I was just crying. Like, it bothered me, like, seeing its face, and, like, <laughs> I told you. So, my wife still gives me shit about this, because she might have been with us.
0: Oh, God.
1: Either she was with us, or I called her right after, and I was talking to her about, like, how sad it was, and I started crying mm-hmm. <laughs> on the phone. She wasn't married to me at the time. We'd only been dating oh a little while. God, that's so- the way to try
0: to get that push, <laughs> My God. I'm
1: a sensitive man. I cried. <laughs> you think maybe you let me at your possum <laughs> Please, I killed one let already kill Please, Please. let me kill that possum let me kill that just quit playing possum with I me I want to hit it with my hot rod <laughs> but no I mean like to this day ask her sometime about the time I cried about a possum she will not let me I was 16 she's like you remember that time you cried over, like a bitch over that possum <laughs> cause you know her dad was like this is a dead deer cause I feel dressed daddy yeah. <laughs> and she probably went out there with a fucking butter knife and did it right <laughs> but she knowing what she's like how she is she wasn't squeamish by the she'd probably killed a bear when she was two you know like fuck it right. <laughs> but me
0: and she's like what the hell did i get into i've got this city boy that i'm talking to <laughs> that's crying over a fucking possum it's about like my dad when he was skinning a coon in the backyard yeah i was probably i don't know, was like nine at the time and um he's down at the 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 nether regions of the coon you know right before the ass <laughs> right uh, And he pulls out this little bone. He's like, you know what that is? And it literally looked like it was like a, I don't know, half the size of a chicken leg bone or something like that. I'm like, I don't know. His little leg bone? like, no, (laughs) that's his dick. (laughs) Use that as a toothpick. I was like, oh my God. Jeez. (laughs) But yeah.
1: But yeah, you'll have to ask my wife sometime about me crying over a possum. Oh, we'll get I, her on I the show wait. sometime We'll talk to her We'll have to
0: get her to call in on the before the mics all She the, ain't done that in a while
1: All the stupid shit that I did uh, it's it's amazing. I was ever. I'm still not a virgin. <laughs> it's amazing that I'm not.
0: I'm surprised. At this point, I would uh, feel like that you would ever pay for it or <laughs> trick someone into laying down with you. Tricked them. Well, you've, like you've tricked your Free her. boat ride. Hey, there's a dick here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, and then twelve months later. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's a. Dick that was here. seven years ago. <laughs> hey,
1: there's a dick here. <laughs> Oh, that's a shirt that we could never make, huh? Uh,
0: well, we uh, might make it. Well, but- we
1: put you on a shirt. So. <laughs> Me and you both. We put two dicks on a shirt once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, anyways, my God. but Josh, the time is over for our show this week. And uh, next week, we're back on a live show schedule. Uh, hopefully. Maybe. And it might be on Skype if you're afraid to come over here and do the show with me.
0: Depends on uh, how the world works. Uh, uh, take between. some temperatures.
1: You might have to do it in a hazmat suit.
0: I'll but. show you. I'll show you the proper procedure of me getting into your house. <laughs> I'm gonna have the uh, the temperature template yeah. deal going on and. We'll, uh, take you can wear your, a face mask. We'll though, take I'll your, wear a face mask next week. We'll take your rectal temperature and everything else, and we'll we'll do it on air. It'll be great. All
1: right. Well, but Josh, I'm going to tell quick, you something else. Tell them. Quickly. I'm going to tell
0: you how you can get to Twitter and Facebook and all that shit on Twitter. We are at P3 Radio, the number one on Facebook. Put in that search bar, Uh-oh. Pop Poncho. Uh oh. The tape run out.
1: It's freezing. That ain't good. <laughs>
0: I don't think we've went this long. I think the tape ran out.
1: (laughs) That ain't good. Oh, no. (laughs) Wow. Oh, no. I wonder how far we got. Oh, shit. I didn't export the before the mics either. well, let's do this shit again. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. If I close it, if it's going to save it. Ugh. Like I just looked over. I was like, how far are we got? And I know it was going at 130 something. Yeah. Because I looked over at it. But I looked over and it was like sitting right here. And I was like, wait, did I hit pause? And I saw that. All right, here's our options.
0: Device sample rates do not match. Please check audio hardware preferences. Where'd you see that? On the very bottom.
1: All right, here's the options. Well, here's our only option right now. I can close this, and hopefully, when it opens back up, it saved it. Other than that, we can just let it set here and hopefully do something eventually. Damn. What are you thinking?
0: Well, like I said, uh,
1: let me see something real quick. No, nope, that's our only option.
0: It's not responding. Sooner or later, it'll.
1: No, it won't. <laughs> it froze up.
0: <laughs> and def- before the mics is still there. Yep,
1: but. If I know it the way I do, when you close it out, it comes back and says, Hey, you had some stuff that wasn't saved. Do you want to open it back up?
0: We'll try it.
2: Shit. <laughs> I hope, dude. All right, cross your fingers.